Welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast, a space curated for the fearless individual on the road to becoming the best version of themselves. This audio series was created for every woman or man that is on the journey of improving, caring, and discovering their fullest potential. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. Sit down, grab a cup of wine with your pen and notebook, and let's get to know ourselves. Wash my hair, so please excuse me. (laughs) It is all right. I didn't finish my box braid, so we're just not going to talk about it. Oh, yeah, you were doing that. I got this much hair. It's just like a little front piece, and I'm just going to keep this. like day, what, five? Yeah, I actually didn't do it for day two or three. I just, this is really just, really just one day's work, honestly. I lost motivation. But anyway, so um, before we get started, we're just going to do a little icebreaker. We're going to talk about what we've been doing since the pandemic. Um, And so uh, I've been out of work since, what is it now? This is day 2000 of quarantine i don't know but i've been out since before the 20th right before the 20th yeah Yeah. i was out like since the 16th or something like that some while yeah and so since then i have been doing a lot of yoga reading some books and binge watching all american so anybody can join in just talk about what you've been doing to stay sane during this whole pandemic I've been sleeping, eating, <laughs> whatever can keep me focused. I've been sitting on the porch. Yeah. Definitely something I don't do. <laughs> Same here. Um, I've been trying to watch how much I eat because it's cooking. Girl. And washing dishes and I don't know well with washing dishes. So just trying to stay, stay center outside. Um, reading, journaling, and I had so much stuff I needed to do, so a lot of catch up. So I'm yes, I have a long I'm list. Thankful <laughs> in a way of like just having this time, you know, my solitude. So. Mm-hmm. Been good. I miss my kids, though. So ready to go back to work a little bit. You're ready to go back to work, girl. I've been working from home, so still been from eight to five every day. I've also been binge watching All American, so I'm only on season two. Don't tell me what happens. <laughs> And then I've also just been outdoors, like working out outdoors and taking Instagram live class dance classes. So I've been uh, doing a lot of fun stuff there, too. Nice. Nice. All right. So welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. So before we get started, I want to take a moment to shout out all of my listeners. We have officially reached over 1,000 streams, so I'm really excited about that milestone. Um, And thank you to the new listeners in Kenya, Spain, um, Turkey, um, Lithuania, and all these places that I've never even been before. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I truly appreciate your genuine support. I've also had the opportunity to speak to some of the people who have been listening to my podcast, so I really appreciate it. Um, As promised, I am here with part two of a seat at the table, um, Know Your Alignment, and I have... And I have four guests joining me. 
to talk about their role and their um, version of a seat at the table. So um, we're going to go ahead and just do this in alphabetical order. And Ayana is going to start by just giving her platform and not really talking about the questions yet, but um, just discussing who she is and what she's going to be focusing on just a little bit today. Yeah, thanks, Kai. Thanks for having us. So I'm Mayana Edmonds. I am a Nebraska gal, originally from Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, there are Black people in Nebraska, for one. Um, I get that question all the time. I moved here to Milwaukee, Wisconsin about four and a half years ago um, to begin my career with GE Healthcare. So I'm actually a staff technical product manager at GE Healthcare. So for those who are not familiar, we make CTs, x-rays, MRs, baby warmers, all that good medical equipment across the globe. So for me, my job um, is just a fancy word for being a data nerd. Um, so I take data um, across from the beginning when a customer tells us we need a CT and we need it next month, all the way to the first time they use it on a patient. I help us to figure out and build digital solutions on how we can improve their customer experience, on-time installation, on-time delivery, um, all that good stuff um, and everything in between. Um, outside of my career, I'm actually a, um, a huge passionate dancer. So I teach dance at Brianna Studio, who is also on the call with us. So at 617 Dance Space on 92nd and Blue Mound, check us Ooh. out. Um, <laughs> I am, I teach Afro jazz, I, which is a combination between hip hop, jazz, modern, um, mixed together into one kind of a class, as well as um, hip hop and king queen dance classes. So really about women empowerment, as well as um, kind of learning how to dance with a partner, more of the sexy side of yourself and um, kind of involving yourself in a different form. So if you're interested in any of those, check us out at 617dancespace.com. Um, and then also I teach praise dance at the church with uh, the Life Center with Pastor Micaiah James Young Sr. Um, so I teach praise dance, all levels. Everyone is welcome. Would love to have you. So really me as a person who I am is everything STEM nerdy um, plus dance mixed together. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. So next on the list, um, our guest is going to be Brianna. She's going to speak about herself. Hey, y'all. So my name is Brianna Bree or Bree Chantel. Um, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am the owner of 617 Dance Space. Um, I offer Ooh. a variety of dance and fitness classes for women. Um, and I'm also a licensed esthetician and the owner of Chantel Aesthetics, offering skincare, lash, and body waxing services. Awesome. And do you want to talk a little bit more about your body waxing services you, since you have a little special, you know? Mm-hmm. So right now, I mean, with me being closed with this whole coronavirus thing, whatever that's going on, um, I am offering beauty vouchers right now. So you can purchase a, va- a voucher online and then you can use it for your appointment in May if we open in May or June or whenever. Um, so it is if you buy $20, you'll get $25, $40, you'll get $50 or $70, you'll get $85 to use towards your service. Amazing. Okay, thank you for sharing. All right, go ahead, Chaz. And share. Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. So my name is Chaz, defining Chaz on all social media platforms. Um, full time, I work for Milwaukee Public Schools with middle schoolers. 
I am also a licensed nail technician. And as of this week, I can probably say I am the owner of Renew Spa. So that will be launching within the next month or whenever all of this clears up. <laughs> I am also an advocate for sexual abuse survivors. So I facilitate a support group for women. And lastly, I am a YouTuber. So through YouTube, I just create content filled with encouragement and entertainment for people to enjoy. Through all that I do, my goal is just to make help people live more sufficiently. Awesome. And what is your YouTube handle? It's Defining Chaz as well, right? Yes. Okay. So I guess um, some of these things that I had you all discuss, I didn't discuss on my myself. So I guess I am going to join in the conversation. So my name is Kyla. I'm from the south side of Chicago. So I'm the only person who is not from Milwaukee. <laughs> but I do live in Milwaukee and I've had the opportunity to meet these three beautiful women. And I am uh, blessed for the opportunity to live in Milwaukee because if not, I would not have met these women. Um, my current occupation is I am a special education teacher um, through Milwaukee public schools but I'm also um working under Teach for America so I am a member of AmeriCorps and this is my second year and I'm kind of bummed out because all the accolades that come with being a second year um core member I'm not going to have the opportunity to engage in with my cohort members so I am a little sad about that um I am in school currently uh, for special education, but I am applying to uh, master's programs for biology in the fall online programs because my ultimate goal is to um, get a MD PhD uh, dual program, which is typically eight to 10 years studying neuroscience. And my goal is uh, mental health advocacy, wellness, and overall just being great and whole. Um, I love yoga. I currently am going to be taking a yoga uh, teaching class. It starts on April 23rd and I will have my R. Um, I will be a registered yoga teacher um, by May. So that is what I have to say about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Ayana's not from Milwaukee either. She's from Nebraska. <laughs> so <laughs> we have two people with a little bit of um a little bit of flavor here, but she's from way uh, over. So she's not even from the Midwest. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So all right. So uh, next, in your opinion, what do you um? What does it mean to have a seat at the table? And I already discussed this in my previous episode, so I'm just going to put this question on the table for anybody to answer. We're not going to go in any particular order. Um, anybody can answer it, and then you all can um, feed off each other or whatever you'd like to do. Go ahead. So for me, oh, I thought you guys were funny. So to me, I mean, I feel like it represents having an opportunity to like be heard and make a difference. Um, having some type of influence or power to be able to make decisions and like to feel like you're a part of change, basically. Awesome. I, I was going to add to that. So I think, Brianna, I think that that makes sense. I, I would say one thing I would agree and append or add on to that is it's a feeling um, so a lot of times I think if I think about like the corporate America side of me, so the more analytical side, I think it's natural for us to say the CEOs and the VPs and the executives are the ones that have a seat at the table, right? 
um, because they have political influence. They have kind of the um, relationship hierarchy matrix, if you will, um, to be able to um, make that impact from whether it's resourcing, whether it's because they know someone who got them to that level of power or control, Brianna, as you mentioned. Um, But I think I would almost even take a step outside of my corporate mindset. And I would say having a seat at the table is also um, something that I think we're faced with on a day-to-day basis. It's the thought process we have of we can choose when to um, kind of make decisions on a personal sense, when we want to honor ourselves, the work that we're doing. We have a choice on if we want to change things. We have a choice on suggestions to propose new ideas, those types of things. So honestly, I, I think having a seat at the table when it comes to a particular entity, um, like corporate America, like my career, I would naturally say like my CEOs, my boss's boss's boss, they have a seat at the table. But likewise, I have a seat at the table as well, because I'm the one who's doing that work and who's able to make those decisions on how I'm going to react to certain um, theories, thought processes, visions, whatever that those individuals above me, above my pay grade make um, to be able to influence that vision as well and bring it to fruition. So it's kind of like twofold. I think the natural sense is those people who have the resourcing and the power are the ones that have a seat at the table and can make influence. But we also have influence on a day-to-day basis within our own personal lives. hundred percent agree. I think a big part that a lot of people tend to miss is how those at the table need to make an out lit for others who aren't at the table to be heard. So that was something that I like truly thought about when I was just taking some time and just thinking about like, yes, we're all about the impact and the influence and helping shaping and challenging ideas and systems. But when you are at this table, are you that individual who is inviting that input for someone who might not be at the table. So that's a big part of being at the table. You can be at the table and still not have a voice. So are you at the table and using your voice to connect with other people who aren't at the table? Chaz, that's so good. That's so good because I think about just being a black woman in an IT white male dominant field. The craziest thing is you can, to your point, I make it a point to not think of having a seat at the table as being the token. Mm -hmm. To your point, you're the one at the table. You totally understand it. You're there, but you're the token one. You're not the one who's really making influence. You're not the one who can really make an impact and change. You're the one that's just there to be there, right? Because you need to be there. But you don't, I think it's so much more than that. It's not just having that physical seat and being the token. It's, to your point, it's having that influence. It's being able to to be warranted your opinion without having to open your mouth and say, here's my opinion as Ayana. It's, it's hey, Ayana, tell me your opinion. We really, you're the expertise, expert here. You're the subject matter expert. Tell me what you think. Yes. And that's when I feel like you truly know that you have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to go ahead and um, go to the next question. I really feel like you all answered that question thoroughly and I like the way you all engage. So how are you making your mark in history or creating a space for yourself at the table? Um, You have the opportunity to expound on your platform in any way that you want. Okay, I'll go first. Um, Chad speaking. So 
Um, when I think of how making my mark in history, I just think of how I could just break. I'm the first of many firsts amongst my immediate family to do a lot of things. Um, through my feature with Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and I had the opportunity to front page tell my story of how I am a survivor of abuse. I was able to give hope to so many women who were keeping painful secrets for their entire lives. Um, that kind of was like that push for me to build that community unedited truth, which is my support group for women. So just being innovative um, with my ideas, supporting those who are being disservice, such as our youth and going to whomever needed to let them know like, hey, this is what our children need. This is what they're not getting. So yeah, just continue to challenge systems and being innovative is how I would say I'm making my mark in history. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> I think to add to that, I one example, Chaz, uh, that I would say how I'm challenging systems and constructs today is um, so as I mentioned earlier in my intro, there's two sides of me. There's the analytical side, the nerdy side, but there's also the artist, artistic side. Um, for me, I, I think making my mark is not only continuing to better myself, right? So sharpening my own skill set within STEM, within dance, whatever that is, but it's also mentoring those that come after me. So for me, I've, um, I'm very involved with the Black Data Processing Associates, BDPA Milwaukee chapter. I'm very involved in the uh, National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE chapter as well. Um, and I help to mentor interns and leadership program members that come through GE Healthcare, um, specifically the underrepresented minority ones that I can help to give them those things that I didn't know when I first joined GE or that I didn't know about um, the field that I was inter interested in. Um, so I think one piece of building my kind of mark is self-learning, self-growth and improvement, but it's also bringing those um, that come after me um, or that are on the same plane with me up with me. So giving them that education mentoring. But I think the second piece is merging STEM and dance together. So for me, one of my passions is combining the two together. And in Milwaukee, where I think a lot of people are probably very familiar, we don't have a big, I think, dance scene here. Um, it's not, you know, the LA scene. It's not a Chicago. Um, so for me, um, and I've talked to Brianna about this as well. She can probably attest to it, but um, mixing those two worlds together to teach underrepresented minority the foundational principles of STEM through something that is, is threaded throughout our culture, i.e. dance, that is crazy. That is what I'm super passionate about because it's breaking, as Chaz, you said, those social norms, those things where people are saying STEM and dance don't come together. No one says, you know, let's go learn STEM through dance, right? No one really says that. But for me, I'm building different platforms that help us to um, not only empower the underrepresented minority who do not have the knowledge naturally because we don't have the same resourcing as our counterparts, but to also empower them to have that knowledge and feel encouraged through something fun like dance. And dance is in our culture. It's in our blood. So it's something that can really reach that um, that group as well. So that's coming 2021 at 617 Dance Space. Okay, listen, look out for that. Follow the Instagram page, my page. Um, whatever, just follow us and, and be willing to get involved, whether you're an engineer, whether you are a dancer, or whether you're a novice and you just have no idea. We want you to be a part of that. What happened? Can oh. you? Oh, oh yeah. There oh. you are. <laughs> hey, Brianna. Yes, I didn't agree. I'm sorry. You guys went mute for a little bit. 
that's okay. <laughs> so did you want to agree with what they were saying or did you? Yes, I, I did agree. And like for me, I feel like like throughout my whole career life, like I've heard a lot of no or you can't do this. And I feel like with it, I feel I created my own seat, to be honest. Like becoming an entrepreneur for me, it really allowed me to have that power and be seen and be heard. Like starting a business, it's helped me like find my voice, see my worth and know I deserve that seat and to continue on helping other people. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I really love the answers you all are giving, like I said. Um, so the next question is just going to be um, just challenging more of that system-based thinking. Who do you feel um, society um, puts in control of the table or who is in control of the table in which your platform um, represents? And how are you trying to shift that with your mark? For me, I look at it as I could have that control, basically. Um, I feel like the table represents that power. And I can't sit back and, like, hold in my thoughts, hold in my opinions about how I feel about things, waiting on the next man or another person to really, like, give it to me. Um, I feel like I'll never be heard. Knowing your words and, like, speaking up and going after what you want, I feel like you are in control. You could have that power. Awesome. 200% agree. 200% agree with that. Um, I Like I mentioned earlier about the difference between having a seat at the table in corporate versus like personal. I agree with Brianna. You have a seat at the table yourself every day and you choose to make that, that table um, and invite the people that you want a part of that table as well, right? And make those decisions. I think on the flip side from my career, from IT, I think the people naturally who have control of the table are those who have political influence for those who have the resourcing. Um, so right now it's, it's not the people that look like me, right? Um, it's the white males more that are more controlling of that table. Naturally, that's, that's just the world and the reality that we live in. Um, however, I will say that is not a discouragement at all for me that I see um, people that don't look like me that have that, seat at the table or who are controlling that table, so to speak, as you mentioned, Kai, um, I think it's more of a hunger for me to be able to show that people that look like me can control that table. Um, this is how we're going to control that table, right? And bringing those individuals through mentoring, through being mentored myself, through seeking and being hungry to like evolve myself as a feminist, if you will. Um, but it's kind of me pushing to want to do more so that I can have more people that look like me be able to control the table naturally instead of it being at foresight saying, oh yeah, STEM, that's not attributed to a black woman, right? So I, I want it to be, um, yeah, that queen is the one who's making the decisions. She's the executive, she's the CEO, similar to what Brianna said with her owning, becoming an entrepreneur. You know, she's able to make those decisions and have that um, as an entrepreneur, I think in, it's a little bit more difficult when you aren't an entrepreneur um, because you're working for someone else as well. So just mm -hmm. two sides of the, the coin in that respect. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree 100% what both of them said. Absolutely. Okay. So we're just going to go ahead and move on to the next question. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next question. So what mantra do you live by? 
Oh, I love this question. I love this question. So I have a number of them, but the one that really has just been like resonating with me most, like the last like three years of my life has been, if not me, who, if not now, when? And I wake up every day and I tell myself that, and that is just like my push to wake up and be great and make every day great. It also it serves as a reminder, like my life will only be as great as I create it to be. So everything that I set out to be and everything that I want to be is in me. I just have to wake up and put my best foot forward. Awesome. For me, definitely, I would say my mantra is believe in yourself. Like I literally, this is something that I can say that I hold close and definitely live by daily. Um, so like from my personal life decisions to me starting a business, like I would say I found myself alone a lot and definitely could have given up throughout the process. But one thing I'll say is if no one believes in you, you have to believe in yourself, kind of going off with chat at this. So definitely believe in yourself. Awesome. I think for me, my mantra might be more of a quote, but it's still a mantra. <laughs> but it's um, at the end of the day, when I stand before God, I want to say that I've used all the talents that you've given me. Um, and I say that because I am such a passionate person. I'm passionate about everything that I do, everything that I put my name on, whether it be relationships, whether it be my career, whether it be my dance classes. If you've ever been to any of my classes, I am literally hollering at the other end screaming empowering the people dancing who are like half doing the dance because they don't think they can do it but i'm like saying yes 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 kill it kill it you know really encouraging and that crazy person on the side who is screaming like just going absolutely berserk because i love i love the empowerment i love showing you what you don't see within yourself but i can see within you right i love the the passion that i give to the people that cross my path um the passion that i give to um, the things that I put my name on in any aspect, I just want to, I I love it. it. It's amazing because I know that in alignment, I'm a very spiritual person as well, but in alignment with what God has for me, I just know that if I don't give it my all, I'm almost doing myself a disjustice. So I always want to give it my all and just give everything that I can um, so that the people feel empowered, whether it's in my dance classes, whether it's in um, you know, mentoring, whatever it is. I'm just a very passionate person. So definitely live by that uh, quote or that mantra. Awesome. So I feel like for me, I would have to agree with, um, you guys can't hear me? All right. So I feel like for me, I would have to agree with um, Chaz and Bree um, with the believing yourself. Um, I truly feel like Actually, I have to agree with all of you because I feel like uh, I also feel like I do a lot of passion with like, especially if my job, I'm really, really passionate about my kids. So like you see a lot of passion come out. Oh, Lord, you will see the passion come out. I ain't never <laughs> cried in front of no kids till to, to this year. So I like I really bring forth a lot of passion and I truly try to embody excellence in the things that I do um, when I can. Um, sometimes I do like try to overload myself and I think that um, one mantra I want to live by is like, you know, rest. Like, I feel like that's something that I haven't, um, I haven't uh, worked on as much as like resting. So I think that I want to continue to like live by the mantra of like making margin in my life because I realized that that's something that is of God like to rest 
And so, yeah. So the that's next. Good. Hmm? I was going to say that's good because I would say with this quarantine happening, honestly, I realized how much I don't rest. So um, it's been really good. It's a good point. Thanks for pointing that out, Kai, because it's, it's really opened my eyes to see how much of a busybody I am and how much extra time that I do have now and how to really use that time for healing for whatever it is that I want to do within this time for quarantine. So thank you for that affirmation. I also need to work on that as well. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Can I just say this? I don't want to steer us left too much, but no, just still it. speaking on our recipe. So maybe you ladies can offer just some advice and probably there's someone else out there who struggles with this, but I feel guilty when I'm resting. Like, I know that I needed to, like, refuel. I know that I needed to be my best self. But I struggle with if I go to sleep, I'm not doing something that I need to be doing, that I should be doing. So, like, is there – how do I balance the two? Because I'm certain someone else out there is just always, like, hustling and always just trying to be in something and got their hands in seven different buckets. So is there something that you all – what could you give to help me just rest? You – you really need to put nap into your schedule literally <laughs> if you're someone that's like very organized calendar all of that put that 30 minutes into your calendar okay okay <laughs> like just take that time for real yeah because i always say i will but then it never happens you have to make time for yourself yeah. if you don't i mean if you're trying I know you said that you have a lot going on right now. If you're not taking care of your body, like, how are you going to do all of that? Yeah. So just look at it that way with your health. That's true. And to Thanks, expound yeah. off of... Give me time. <laughs> to expound off of Bree's point, um, I'm like a life testimony of like a person who is like super, like, or was. I, I'm still kind of type A, but not as much because like I used to like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to sign up for this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And like... I was, like, trying to be really good at everything I was doing. And, like, I did that in college. And, like, I lost all of the thickness I had because I had a little <laughs> breakdown. Like, I literally used to be, like, a good 130 pounds. And I was a nice little you know thick I was I was juicy okay you couldn't tell me nothing <laughs> then the little pounds just started shedding because I was stressing and I wasn't eating and if I was eating it was like dead calories so and it would be like at nine o'clock at night and that would be my first meal and so I think that what Bree said is important to schedule um that time into your um break I mean into your schedule to whatever it is whether it's a nap or if it's some form of self-care because like for me I don't take a lot of naps because if I do like I'll be asleep for a long time sometimes or I'll sleep for a very short amount of time it's just like I don't find a happy medium so I have to set alarms and alarms give me anxiety so I just like find some type of self-care so something I would suggest is like that helps me with concentrating on the things that I need to do is really yoga and um you can um experience free yoga through two ways one, I'm going to be posting them on YouTube. And two, the Downward Dog app. They have um, until, I believe, uh, for some people, it's till July, I think, for educators. And I don't know what it means by that. Or educators and students, it's till July. And I think for other people who don't have an EDU um, email, you can still email them and tell them, like, hey, this is my, like, I still want to get it for free, and they will allow you to have the whole thing for free, and they have guided practices on there, and then there's also other apps or, like, 
flows on YouTube. So um, yoga is something that really, really helps me. And like, I'm not lying. It's not just for my like, it's not just for me to take a break. It's also for like, it boosts your immune system. It helps with your mental health. It's just like really, really good for you. So if you're not a person who like takes naps, schedule 10 to 15 minutes of yoga into your um, schedule. Um, even if it just means just laying on the floor and putting your legs up on the wall. Sometimes I just do that. And that's really good for your blood circulation. And you can just listen to a song and um or reading your bible bible app is a really really good way to stay grounded and understanding that margin is important i just finished the book of genesis in the month of march and god rested so often in there where he sent messages of people resting so much in there um and then he also made a lot of promises in the book of genesis so i think it's just important to ground yourself in god's word and yoga mm -hmm. Yes, that would be your physical too. and your mental health, guys. For mm -hmm. real. Yes. I agree. Okay, so the next question, I have two more questions. So this next question is, how is your platform, the platform that you created, and you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but how is your platform directly making a space for women or if it's not specifically for women, for people to sit at the table? Um, for me, I would say that I try to use my platform to show women and others in general that you can do whatever you put your mind to, basically. Um, you really need to take that chance on yourself, build that confidence, find yourself, and be heard. Um, and then looking with like the dance classes that I teach right now, I know a lot of people look at it as oh, you're just teaching like sexy dance or twerking and things like that. Like I really want women to build that confidence within themselves. Look at um, how beautiful they are. Look at what they can do. That's just kind of like my main reason for opening the studio. Yes, you're going to dance, but I really want you to find yourself. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, I would agree, um, Ree, that through everything that I do, I want to serve as a reminder that no obstacle is too big for you to overcome. I've been faced with a lot of adversities in my life. And I think that's the part of me that resonates with people because they know this this woman that has been through a lot, but still just has that fire and just still keep pushing her pen and just still trying to meet the mark. Um, but I will have to add that for women, collaboration. So with everything that I do, trying to think of a way that I can incorporate another woman's skills and passions into what I'm doing. Um, I think we tend to be very competitive with each other. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned that like collaborations, not competitions. And often like, I learn so much more about myself through working with other women. And then we're just stronger to together you know we're stronger together so collaborating is a way that i feel like i'll make it more room um, for myself as well as other women at the table i'll agree with that too awesome okay so the next question is um what piece of advice or what two pieces of advice would you have for a person who's out there trying to find their way trying to get to know themselves it seems like you all have 
um, a lot of um, self-discovery here through the conversation that we've sparked. You all have your own mantras that you live by. You have a platform that you're standing on. You are um, breaking these type of systems system-based thinking so what two pieces of advice would you all have for my listeners um who are listening and who might need to be inspired to um take the same step for themselves um for me i kind of go back to my mantra just believe in yourself literally take that risk like i know a lot of people who have a lot of skills talents and they're just not putting it out there because they feel that they don't have the support or they're afraid that they're going to fail like you really just have to take that chance on yourself Mm -hmm. absolutely um and to speak from my own personal experience um i i went through that um i was that girl out of high school all of my friends went to universities and they all knew what they wanted to do and I made the honest decision with myself that I wasn't ready to go to a university so I settled for a community college and within that same well majority of my friends end up like dropping out due to a number of factors um, with going to a university and it just that pressure like hitting them right away but within that same time frame of them choosing to go to a university. I was like a cosmetology school student. I was a business major. I was just taking like just general 200 level courses so that they're transferable. Um, I was doing a lot of things just to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, it wasn't until I went through a deep depression. And while I was in that depression, I was like, this is what you need to do. You need to help people live more sufficiently. So then I committed to going back to school for human services. And now that's what my passion is. My passion is dedicating myself to other people to help them live better. So I guess I would just say it's okay to not know what you want to do, but do something and something is going to stick and something is going to work. And also too, um, I told this to myself every day, start with what you do know first, because it's worth more than what you don't know. So mm-hmm. whatever you do know how to do, tap into that. If you are good at typing, start a blog. If you are good at talking, get on, start a podcast. So whatever it is that you know how to do, capitalize on that um, is what I would say. That's good. I think to add to that, one of my pieces of advice is being gentle with yourself. Um, and maybe that's more of the Pisces emotionally in tune side of me, but um, it's a process to get to know your strengths, your weaknesses, where you can improve your passions. You know, I originally was a pre-law major and when I went to Winston-Salem State in North Carolina um, for one year of undergrad, I was a pre-law and now I majored in computer science. Now I'm in tech, right? So just being comfortable Um, with saying, taking that chance, as Chaz said, as Brianna said as well, taking that chance, believing on yourself, but also being gentle, um, knowing that it will take time and don't think that it'll be immediate that all of a sudden you'll just know exactly what it is that you want to do. I'll say my second piece of advice to that, and I say this a lot, it's a bit cliche, um, but being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Um, My goodness gracious, it's literally... I feel like there's been times where when me starting um, different things within my life, whether it's like joining Brianna's team for 617 Dance Space, whether it's STEM Through Dance, I would always seek all of my support systems, thoughts and opinions. But sometimes you, it's great to have their opinions and to have them back you up. 
but sometimes it's just you. It's you, it's your opinion, it's your baby, it's whatever it is, it's your thoughts, it's your passions, and you have to hit the ground running. You just gotta go, and you gotta make a plan, you have to see through that plan, and then sometimes, a lot of times, it's very uncomfortable. Um, you're kind of, you're on edge, you're nervous, you want people to back you up and affirm you, you want that because you wanna know that it's gonna be successful, but you have to believe in yourself, as uh, Chaz and Brianna said earlier, um, but you have to also sit there in that moment of uncomfortability and say, you know what? I'm so uncomfortable right now, but I am so excited to see this come on the other end. Um, and I think that that's important too, is just knowing that it will be uncomfortable and you may not have many in your circle rooting for you. Um, but on the opposite end, once that comes to fruition, you can say, I did that. That was me. Period. <laughs> awesome. So I definitely agree, like with what Ayana was saying. Like for me, I feel like you'll be happier going after what you want. Um, like I don't know. I don't know if I, I did say this. I'm a licensed esthetician, but I went to um, Aveda for aesthetics, and I literally had no one in my corner basically going there like no one agreed with me um no one felt that it was right even though like I'm graduating I graduated now like people still don't feel like that was something that I should have done and I'm happier than I've ever been mm -hmm. so really just go after what you want to do and stop looking for the confirmation from other people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes say some things for surprise no one knew that I was about to open a spot and I just popped out like <laughs> I was plotting and planning and exactly like just had a plan and executed it. So everything doesn't need confirmation. Trust your own self. Mm -hmm. Got it. It's in you. It's not on you. It's in you. So trust yourself. That's good. Awesome. I really love the conversation we've had today. Um, before we exit this episode, I want to give you all the opportunity to um, give everybody the information that they can reach you at if they want to um, ask you more questions or maybe interested in the services that you are offering so you can either give them your email you can give them your instagram just this is an opportunity to just solely publicize yourself where can we find you nice and loud for the listeners one last time <laughs> so you can find me brianna um for 617 dance space our Instagram and Facebook is just 617-DANCE-SPACE. Um, Our email is dancespace617 at yahoo.com. Um, for Chantel Aesthetics on Facebook, it's just C-H-A-N-T-E-L Aesthetics. And on Instagram, it is C-H-A-N-T-E-L Aesthetics one underscore. Yep. So for me, you can reach me on IG at Yana Edmonds. Um, so it's Y-A-N-A-E-D-M-O-N-D-S. You can reach me on Facebook at Ayana Edmonds at A-N-Y. Um, other than that, you can also follow 617 Dance Space to catch me on um, the classes that I offer there as well. 
Okay, and for me, um, Chaz on all social media, defining Chaz, D E F I N I N G, Chaz. Um, if you are interested in joining my support group because you are a survivor of sexual abuse and you are a woman, it is on Facebook. It is titled Unedited Truth. And right now, it's just a closed Facebook group, but I am in the workings of getting that um, more look for my local my local members to get up and do a lot of things together and for anything related to nails it is nail therapist underscore underscore chat and before we go off i just want to say real fast to kai before we pass it back to you thank you for all that you do um congratulations on reaching 100 is it called i don't know what it's called Shame. Streams. Okay, streams. Thousand streams. Um, like I always tell you, what you do is so needed. And no matter what you are balancing, everything that's on your plate, you still make space for people to know that, like, these are the things that we need to talk about. So thank you for all that you do. And I am wishing you continued success as well as you ladies as well. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys for having us. Seriously, this was great. Yes. Really and yes, y'all, Kai is amazing. She has a lot going on right now. She's doing everything. <laughs> um, I'm the person who don't know how to sit down. I've been like this since I was a little kid. My mom was like the person who was a jackrabbit driving me everywhere because I had something to do every single day of the week. I was in Girl Scouts. I was in karate. I was in every dance class. Like, it was a mess. And I'm still like that. And I, that's why I'm saying this. This quarantine guy was like, yep, sit your behind. Mm -hmm. and y'all see me i'm laid right here you see the wine ain't too far okay don't play nope. wine water bottle and that's the syrup that i have for my pancakes this morning okay don't play i've been confined to this bed besides the yoga i did this morning i did do a little bit of shopping around um mm -hmm. to grab a few things for the household but um i was disgusted by walmart so i, I just i don't think i can go in public no more the lady was smoking a cigarette with gloves on and touching her phone. I was like, what's the point? What's, what's the point? <laughs> this whole glove thing is just it's, getting me. It's like, getting I don't think people really understand it at all. <laughs> nor, the mask, nor the mask. Even yeah. not sick people are putting on the mask as if it's really going to help when it really helps to prevent the sick people from spreading their germs to the not sick people. Right. But I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely over it. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much, ladies, for joining me. And thank you so much for my listeners joining me for A Seat at the Table, Know Your Alignment, Part 2. Um, Keep a lookout for these lady services um, and keep a lookout for some services that I will be offering soon. Um, I want to give a shameless uh, shout out, uh, a put a publicized shout out rather to um three things that are important to me for the month of april so number one it is black history um women's black history month uh black women's history month rather and you can find me on my instagram i will be posting daily quotes challenges and um facts about black women in history i will also be posting um some virtual events for women who are survivors of sexual assault um because sexual assault awareness month is also for the month of april and then the month of april also uh, celebrates um autism awareness month and i am a special education teacher and if you are not aware i also was a behavior therapist and work with children in aut who had autism for my junior and senior year in high school so 
be on the lookout for those things. If you are affected uh, by those things, please reach. Uh, if you are affected by any of those things that I mentioned, please reach out so that you can be a part of the things that I'll be offering. And definitely join Unedited Truth. Follow 617 Dance Space. Follow Ayana on Instagram, Chaz on Instagram, and Brianna on Instagram. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 15 of Getting to Know Yourself podcast, A Seat at the Table, part two, Know Your Alignment. I'm your host, Kai, and I want to encourage you, if you like this episode, to give us five stars and subscribe on all platforms. Thank you and have a great day.